and welcome to Southpod. We've all been enjoying this lovely weather and with restrictions easing, people are starting to get out and about again. But as we've learned during the past year, that's exactly the environment that COVID loves. So we need to continue to follow the public health advice and for staff in the Southern Trust, that includes lateral flow testing. So what is this test? To discuss this, I'm joined today by our test and trace manager, Claire Creaney, microbiologist, Karen McKeating, and three of our colleagues from Learning Disability, Sinead, Abigail and Chanel, um, who have really been champions for this test. So ladies, you're all very welcome. Claire, if I can come to you first, it's a big name. What is the lateral flow test? Hi, Bruce. So a lateral flow test is a rapid antigen test for COVID-19. It has been used as a new testing strategy by public health and it's been used across multiple areas. So education, you might have heard of it, and now healthcare workers. So currently for healthcare workers in Northern Ireland, it has been recommended for use for asymptomatic patient-facing healthcare workers to use at home twice per week. The present brand that we have for healthcare workers in Northern Ireland is a nasal only swab, but that could potentially change, but we'll always have instructions if that does happen. The only exclusions with this test is that if you have tested positive with a PCR test in the last 90 days, you would wait till that time has elapsed and then you can step onto this scheme. Or if you become symptomatic, you should isolate and get your normal PCR test as is recommended. Really the aim and why we want staff to um, take up this option is it's early identification of the most highly infectious staff or individuals um, when they're asymptomatic, so before they get the symptoms. So you're trying to catch people early and get them to isolate to prevent the spread. Cara, can I ask you then from a microbiology point of view, why is this so important for our staff? Um, well, I think Ruth, it's uh, I think we've we've all sort of realised over the last uh, year and a half that there's there's not going to be any one single thing that um, that pulls us out of the, the pandemic, and it's going to be a range of control measures that allow us to keep the the numbers of of, of COVID low. It's the, the 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 old Swiss cheese model um, that we're we're really working from. We've got all our PPE. We've got testing of every patient that comes into hospital. We've put a lot of work into trying to make um, the spaces more COVID friendly and better for social distancing. We're always all washing our hands and wearing face masks whenever we're, we're, we go anywhere. So this is just another another strategy that we can um, add to all of that to, to try and pick up asymptomatic people who maybe don't know that, they're, um, that they've been infected with COVID yet and are potentially going to, to pass it on to someone else before they develop symptoms. The other thing, you know, is now that um, so many of us are, are vaccinated, that people's symptoms are, are, are likely to be, if they do catch COVID, very, very mild. And they're, they're much more likely to maybe not even realise that, that they have um, been infected. So it's just it's, it's another useful tool that we can add to, to all the other things that we've put in place. 
yes, over the over the last while. And how effective is it, Cara? Um, well, it's um, it's very much um, like a lot of tests. It it does depend on the person carrying it out, but in used in the right way and um, by staff that are or healthcare workers that are trained to use it. The, the sensitivity has been shown to be over 70%, which um, for something that you can do yourself at home is, is really pretty good um, uh, on, on the whole. And for the most infectious people with the highest viral loads, it's, it's, even, um, it's probably even higher than that and possibly over 90% um, sensitive for, for the very, very infectious people. Gosh, very good. I wasn't expecting it to be so high. And um, Abigail, you're going. As Cara has said, there, it's important that we we know how to do this correctly. And the better um, we do that, the more accurate the results. So you're going to take us through how to do this test step by step. I am. Yes. So um, for training our staff, Chanel and Sinead and I, and um, we're responsible for cascading that down through our staff and being able to train them. Um, so that they can do it accurately in their own home and we can get the best results from it. So um, the trust was able to send us out good um, information and I have that out in front of me, my kind of to-do list and my step-by-step and I have everything set out in front of me. So I have my swab that will be used um, in my nose. I have my, um, my solution. I have my little dropper and I have it just balanced on the side of a box um, it balances quite well, but it just makes it a lot easier to use. And then I have my test, which will come in a little package like this. And when I open it, um, it then looks like this. So it has our QR code in the top um, and our C and T, which I'll explain later. So first of all, it would be to blow my nose, but I'm, I'm not going to do that um, on TV. So I have done that um, just to clear out and it might be my nose. Um, I'll sanitize my hands just using our... Um, our seven step technique with my sanitizer. And then I have everything ready. So I'm gonna drop six drops of my solution straight into this little cap. And it means it's ready then as soon as my swab's ready and I don't have to set it down anywhere. So I have my six drops sitting waiting and then I'm gonna swab my nose. So I'm sure at some stage over the last year, we've all had one of these done. They're not particularly comfortable, but um, we're used to them now. And, and when you're doing it yourself, um, you know where your limits are. So I'm going to do 10 rotations of each nostril. Um, I'm going to the point just where I know it's uncomfortable. Um, I know it's in there. And I'm going to go round and round 10 times in that nose. Take a wee breath, take a wee breather. And then I'm going to go for the other nose. And again, 10 times. Um, round and round my nose just to the point that I know it's there. So that swab is ready to be tested. So I can put it in here. Um, I'm going to move it around, but I'm also going to give it a squeeze at the bottom just to make sure the solution is really pulling everything off the swab. And before I pull the swab off, I'm going to give it a squeeze and pull it through my fingers in the bottle because I don't want any liquid being left on the swab. So I have my solution with everything off the swab and I can bin my swab now. Um, this little bottle then turns into its own dropper and I'm going to take my test and I'm going to drop two drops into the specimen well which is here. So I'm going to go one, two. Um, I'm going to leave it for half an hour but in the meantime I can already see the liquid moving up 
through the specimen well into our results window. So um, we have C and T here in our results window. Um, and if it's C and T together, if we have a line in both, this is all laid out in the, to do, in the how to do it anywhere. But if it's C and T, it's positive. Um, if it's just C, it's negative. And if it's just T or nothing, it hasn't worked. So at least the result will tell us that it hasn't worked and we can do it again if needs be. So I'll leave this here for half an hour and hopefully see a negative result at the end of it. That's brilliant. Thank you, Abigail. In fairness, it does look easy. It does look like something you've built into your routine. And, it is. Um, Sinead, if, if I can come to you, I know that you have built this into your routine. This is something that you do regularly. What would you say to your colleagues? Why do you take this test and how would you encourage them to, to do it too? Well, the service users that myself, Abby, Abigail and Chanel work with, they all have a learning disability. Many of them are very vulnerable and have been shielded, you know, throughout the COVID pandemic. So CARES, they were undoubtedly, you know, anxious about their loved ones returning to daycare. Previously or earlier on in the year, we did hold a number of successful vaccination days, you know, for our service users. So the introduction of the ladder flow test in Endacre, it has been reassuring to staff, to service users and to their relatives and to their carers also. Um, personally, myself, I take the test twice, twice a week on a Sunday and a Wednesday evening. Um, and as Abigail's demonstrated, it's very straightforward um, to complete. And from speaking to colleagues and getting their feedback, they actually find now that they're getting quicker at completing the test. Um, one colleague has set a record of completing it in one minute and 13 seconds. Um, so it's the waiting, it's the waiting. Um, in regards to waiting the, you know, the recommended 30 minutes, I personally set a timer on my phone for the 30 minutes, stick on the phone, and I like to see how much housework I can get done in that, in that space of time. So it doesn't it doesn't eat into my day. I simply integrate it in, into my day. Um, and my colleagues, they've just been fantastic, you know, in the uptake um, in, in my area. So it's not it's not only to help stop the spread of COVID, but it is to protect our service users, our colleagues, our families and our friends. And lovely to be able to give them that reassurance. Mm -hmm, definitely. It's, you know, it's great to hear that you're able to build it in just your life like that and just make it almost like a new wee habit um, yeah. that we could all have. Chanel, can I, can I come to you? I know that you have worked in outbreak areas during the pandemic where staff tested positive even though they were asymptomatic. And I mean, how does, how does that make, how do they feel about that? How do they deal with that? So um, our staff team were redeployed to an area where there was an outbreak of COVID-19 and two people had tested positive. So they had, um, so on the outcome of that there, then um, everybody then had to get tested as a whole. Um, so people without symptoms at all. Um, and a few of our staff came back and the results came back positive and they were shocked to know that they were positive because of no symptoms at all. And they did have vulnerable family members at home. And they were obviously working around different houses within um, this facility and obviously had to follow the public health guidance um, and isolate. Um, 
I suppose they were relieved that they, they did have the test. So a big thing coming back whenever daycare was um, starting up again, staff really wanted lateral flow testing here. Um, just that reassurance that they weren't bringing anything into the day centres um, and they weren't bringing anything home to their to their family. You know, um, just as Cara had said there, we all, yes, um, most of us, you know, we've over 80% of staff and service users all vaccinated now through the daycare vaccination program and um, maybe the symptoms won't be as great you know they mightn't realize so it's just good to have that twice a week reassurance mm-hmm. um, and I, I also bank in quite a few different facilities as well and they would have had their own um, weekly or twice weekly testing and um, PCR testing um, in daycare I suppose I just sort of felt at risk going into those facilities that I can reassure them, well, I've done the two lateral flow testing um, they've come back negative, so I feel better going into those um, facilities to bank. Gosh, there really are so many benefits to this This for you, Chanel. And you have, you have two wee children as well, don't you? I mean, I'm just wondering yeah. from the childcare point of view, can you tell us about lateral flow testing in that context? So I have two little boys and they attend a daycare, a private daycare facility as well. Um, and I suppose the other parents, the staff know I work um, in healthcare, I'm a nurse and that I work in different facilities and they do be wary, you know, you do notice the parents maybe, you know, stepping a wee bit further back whenever they see you arriving with your kids. So it's just, I like now in the mornings whenever the staff are doing the COVID checks and they say anybody at home symptomatic, anything, and I'm like, yes, and I've done my lateral flow testing on Wednesday and it was negative. And you can see sort of the relief in their face. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely reassuring. Mm-hmm. I can imagine just as, as colleagues are listening to this, they'll be saying, gosh, you've convinced me. I, I want to do this now. So Claire, how do, how do we get this kit? Where do people contact to get theirs? It's really simple. Um, Ruth, we're just, if anyone is interested in either getting it for themselves or rolling it out to their service area, if they email covid19.screening at Southern Trust, hsceni.net there's also information on sharepoint under covid tests and covid19 as well so it's all out there but just get in touch and we will help you roll this out in your area that's fantastic very good advice look thank you all so much for taking the time clearly this test is going to be vital in detecting covid at the earliest stages as we go forward and really preventing transmission but as as cara said and that Swiss cheese model, it's its one of the tools in our in our kit. Um, and we all need to be adhering to those public um, uh, health advice as well going forward. So I suppose let's go with the flow. And thank you very much indeed for all your time, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ruth. Thank you.